Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Once again, here's our parenting expert, Amber Scotchburn. Good morning to you. Last time we spoke, we were talking a little bit about, uh, well, we, we, under the headline of education paths, we were talking a little bit about independent study courses, courses sort of, I, I guess, outside of the, the regular curriculum, even outside of that school, that can still apply to the, the, with the students' credits. Is that a safe way of boiling it down? Yeah, that's a safe way of boiling it down. And I think we mentioned two that are relevant to today's kids anyway, which was podcasting and then website building. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do we take this conversation next? Well, I just thought I'd actually just mention one more IDS course, so Independent Directed Studies course, uh, that my son took that we were kind of following up from last time, too, because it's sort of neat. Uh, in terms of a lot of memes I see on social media, like, oh, what did math teach us? Well, it ta- taught us, like, some theorem that we're not necessarily going to use, but maybe it didn't teach us taxes or something a little bit more practical. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen those memes going around mm-hmm. but on social media, but they're kind of funny. Um, but uh, in terms of my son took an investing course as well. So, again, something not offered through the school, uh, but offered through an independent um, agency or place, mm-hmm. and through that was able to also get this independent study. Okay. So, want to mention that. And then there's a little bit more of traditional, uh, if you will, ways of taking courses um, online, too. So, typically, if you're in grade 7, let's say you take grade 7 math, and then when you're in grade 8, you take grade 8 math. But what about for the kids that are a little bit beyond? Um, the grade that they're actually in, because basically our grades are determined by our age, right? Not by our abilities. Right. And so uh, both my eldest and then my youngest have taken courses beyond their year of school. So in grade eight, my son was taking his grade nine um, math online, and then his grade, then he proceeded to do his grade 10. So in his grade eight year, if you will, he took his grade 9 math and his grade 10 math online. Huh. And that was different than the other courses in that it did have a teacher in the school system that he was in attached to it, and it did have, it did meet all the curriculum standards in terms of, you know, here's the textbook or here's the workbook that's associated with it. It just, the difference was he wasn't going to school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just gave him some opportunities. My eldest, it gave him the opportunities as he was a athlete at the time that um, had commitment, quite a high-level commitment, and therefore was missing some school. Um, so it didn't, it didn't slow him down, I guess, or prevent him from still growing and learning in math. Um, and then when he was in school, uh, this is more my youngest son. He was always finished early, um, and then... What do you do with that time? Um, lots of times I ask kids to help other kids, which, you know, is nice, um, but not every day mm. <laughs> or not often. 
Um, so both of them were able to take their uh, next year's math courses. And you can do that with any. Yeah, you can do that with English, social studies, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Another interesting one for athletes, too, for parents of athletes, is there's, you can take a PE, on, uh, so phys ed online credit, which uh, if you're already doing all of the physical part of your PE because maybe your child is in sports um, and it, you know, quite a few days a week, then there's a, there's a written component you could do that goes along with it, um, and you can get a PE credit that way as well. If you're somebody who's a little bit worried because your child is in sports so much, and then missing school. Those are sort of two options, then the IDS and then online. And I think that uh, what's interesting to now, and I guess the BC government recognizes, um, in 2008 they switched it that kids can do a hybrid between the two. So they can be attending a bricks and mortar school, and they can also be in an online um, enrolled in an online course. Uh, previous to 2008, you could only do that from grade 10 and up. And then what that essentially means that there's like a funding way. So for instance, one of the issues is if a child is registered at their bricks and mortar school and then they want to take an online course, who gets the money for them? Yeah. And uh, the government structured it so that there is monies available to both parties that are a child is going to sign up with. And as I mentioned, it was always only grade 10 and up. Um, And what a lot of people don't know is that it has changed and it can be in any grade. Um, But as we talked about in our last conversation, um, not necessarily every school or every counselor or every principal, et cetera, are going to be on board with that because it still does mean that they're going to potentially get less funds. So they still get funds, but maybe less funds. And so maybe they don't present those options or opportunities. So you really have to know about them or at least be open to being curious to see if there is a different option. Yeah. Or or maybe just visit your website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing to mention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> visit my website. Um, and we, we will have a four-part uh, series on this. And so you can put in... Um, traditional school and there'll be some traditional school kind of links and then some untraditional school links as well. Great. This, uh, this seems so commonsensical when we talk about this in, in that, you know, providing education in a style that's, that's uh, suitable to the child just seems to be a lot more efficient than otherwise. Yeah, it, it does. And it, it's sort of still sad. Like I, I look at my son who's, just graduated the eldest one and he didn't enjoy school since about grade two and of course went still, but we were so excited when the law changed in in grade eight for him. So he could do a combination and Mm. all of the different things I've mentioned to you uh, because it did just seem, it just seemed to work. And I sort of like to say that instead of him asking like, what do I want to be when I give up? Because that's really how he was feeling in the system. Huh. He was asking, like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Like, which is what we hope kids ask, right? Yeah. Um, and this, this, the system wasn't um, providing for that. So it seems like it would be common sense. But just two weeks ago, I was looking at doing this for my youngest son now. And I just met resistance with um, the people that I talked to at his school system. So I think, as I mentioned in our last conversation, I had to go to an outside school district to 
to have his needs met. Right. Okay. Well, it, you know, I guess at least the system is showing some flexibility, some promise for more in the future. I think so. I, I absolutely think so. And I, I do believe that even now those options exist. I think just the tricky part is a knowing that they exist. Yeah. Um, and then B being that advocate and, um, you know, you sometimes you don't want to be that parent. You know, you <laughs> just like it to be easy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, my son's in grade seven. He's doing grade eight math. Can he be in grade eight math? Like, you know, why does that need to be an issue this day and age? Yeah. Um, and so when it is, it's just then it's like a whole other thing. You kind of have to put that energy and that time into it. Um, so it just be a matter, I guess, of having the knowledge and then fighting for it, if you will. Hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want to remind us of of link to your site? Absolutely. It's tutoringwithatwist.ca. And we will continue this conversation next time with Amber Scotchburn. Thank you for this one. Thanks, Dave. Great to have you with me today at Parenting with a Twist. I would very much appreciate it if you could give me a five-star rating on Google or iTunes. Or heck, why not both? To learn more about The Twist, I invite you to visit our website, parentingwithatwist.com where you can listen to past podcast episodes and download a teaser from my book. Oh, right, (laughs) my book. It's called Parenting with a Twist, 12 Positive Parenting Tips for Raising Confident and Success-Ready Children. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to take a moment to thank yourself for getting twisted with us today.